What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of the Another 71 podcast, where we make the CPA exam far, far, far more exciting than it was ever intended to be. Happy Monday to you. Today is Monday, January 9th, 2023, our first podcast of the year, and it's also the first CPA exam score release of the year. See how I tied that in? As always, I'm your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many and the number is growing daily, I assure you. If you have a question, you can email jeff at another71.com or hit me up on all of the normal social channels, the Twitters and such. All right, let's get started. All right, well, coming this week is everyone's favorite time, CPA exam score release. Now, back in the day when we CPA candidates had to walk uphill in the snow both ways just to get our NASBA score release, we actually got them in waves one and two. But the thing, the thing was, you didn't know if you were going to be in wave one or wave two. So you could, in theory, go through an excruciating night of waiting for your CPA exam score, and then you didn't get it. And then you assumed that you were in wave two, but you didn't really know, like, what if, <laughs> what if they actually didn't, didn't even have your score? Like, fun times back in the day. So, yeah. Uh, so this is the first CPA exam score release of 2023. So I thought I would go through the score release dates. The CPA exam score release dates from January through June, testing dates for 2023. So January 11th this week, February 7th, February 22nd, March 17th, April 11th, May 9th, May 24th, June 16th, and then July 11th. So looks like we have one for January 2023, two for February 2023, one for March, one for April, two for May, one for June, and then um, right now just one for July. So enjoy the 2023 score release kids because in 2024 it's going to get interesting and by interesting I mean awful <laughs> more on that to come so uh, well I hate saying best wishes to everyone waiting on their CPA exam scores because like that doesn't really help you any but I will say this regardless of what happens on score release uh, whether it's the euphoric feeling of success or the humiliating feeling of defeat. I've experienced both. Um, I, I once passed far and I took, I, I was so excited that I celebrated for an entire year and didn't take an exam for an entire year because I felt like I'd passed the, the CPA exam. And so um, don't do that. That's a big mistake. Um, because consequently, I then lost that FAR credit. So um, I, I actually got to experience passing FAR twice. But whether or not you pass or you fail, it doesn't really matter. 
I mean, it does, but in, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter because whether you pass today, tomorrow, next week, next year, you are going to be a CPA as long as you don't quit. I've seen people take 23 exam sections. Today, they're a licensed CPA. Doesn't matter. Doesn't impact their ability to protect the public interest um, because they, they do their one little thing. So if they only do individual tax, it doesn't matter that they don't do a thing that they don't know a thing about governmental accounting, which is kind of why we're shifting into the 2024 CPA evolution, where you know you have your core things and then you have um, your disciplines. So um, you really need to know what's in your discipline, and yeah, the core things too, but. That same governmental accounting, that's shifting into a, a discipline under a new thing called BAR. Um, and so it doesn't matter if you pass, fail, eventually you will become a licensed CPA. So keep your chin up. If you do fail, you want a plan of attack, you can email me, jeff at another71.com. And if you passed and want to tell someone who actually can appreciate that and that huge accomplishment you can also email me jeff at another71.com next up is chad with a question about a roger cpa review study plan and how to add ninja cpa i'm looking for a cpa study plan where i can utilize roger cpa review and ninja together what is the best way to combine roger cpa and ninja some of the questions in roger cpa review don't line up with ninja i'm reading the ninja book first then reading the Roger book and taking notes if things need to be clarified and better explained in either book. I am then reading the Ninja Notes. The Ninja Notes help me to understand what I read from Ninja, but the sections are different in Roger. Is there a more efficient method that I should use with both CPA review programs to maximize your study sessions? Yes. Um, first of all, if you have Roger CPA review and Ninja, then I would not read either book. I would watch the Roger CPA review lectures. And here's why. Um, I personally believe that Roger is one of the best CPA review instructors out there and um, one of the most knowledgeable and one of the just best overall teachers. Now, he he speaks very fast, and some people, especially people with um, English as a second language, might not like that as much, but um, I, I personally believe that if you, have, if you have the Roger CPA review course, then you should watch the lectures because that is definitely, uh, I'm sure there's many strengths of the Roger course, but his, his lectures are definitely one of them. And then obviously the, the, the UWorld platform, the technology platform. Um, so if you have the Roger CP review lectures, then, um, then watch the Roger lectures and take notes. So that's nail the, so nail the concepts with the Roger lectures, take intense notes, um, and then we can come back to sparring or cram later. Um, so know the concepts, intense notes. Then I would switch over to Ninja MCQ for the nonstop multiple choice questions. 
especially if this is for a retake. Um, if it's your first time and, you, and you're using Roger plus Ninja, pick whichever test bank, maybe do Ninja MCQ and then the Roger Sims or vice versa. Another concept, intense notes, nonstop MCQ, just rewrite your notes. Then I would rewrite the notes either that you took from the Roger lectures or rewrite the Ninja notes. And then it all comes, to, all comes together in a final review. I would, if you've already watched the Roger lectures, then I would not watch the Roger Cram. I would watch the Ninja Cram instead. Um, uh, Ninja Mike, also one of the best instructors out there in CP review, and I'm not just biased. He really is. Um, and um, I get emails all the time, people saying that. And so um, now your question was about the Ninja notes. So I would watch your, your Roger lectures from the beginning and I would listen to the Ninja audio from the beginning. And I would start reading your Ninja notes from the beginning so that you, by the time you take your exam, you've read the Ninja notes and you've listened to the Ninja audio many, many, many times. I don't think that you need to listen to the Roger audio um, because unless they've changed something, it's just the audio rip from their cram. And, and so if you're going to do that, then you might as well just watch the cram. Uh, the Ninja Audio is made for auditory learning, meaning I assume that you can't see anything, and so I, I paint the picture in your head. And um, because I'm a huge fan, I, I, don't, I don't read a lot of books, I listen to a lot of books because I, I learn best through um, auditory learning. So that's what I would do. Now, you mentioned Ninja Sparring. So the difference between Ninja Cram and Ninja Sparring, Ninja Sparring is is like the it's like a review course it's like um like everything about a topic the ninja cram like drills down to the most into things that you need to know the most so if there's a topic in your roger cp review lectures that you're not getting then i would maybe watch the ninja sparring session over those or i would watch the ninja cram over that section um so that's that's how I would. That's how I would do it. You know, topic-wise, the. I think many courses map their test bank to the blueprint. So, um, the way that we've done the book and sparring is we don't match to the blueprint for the book, and that's that's intentional because um, there are certain topics that spread across multiple blueprint sections and so instead of having a topic just split up we just do it all in one section so the ninja book ninja sparring ninja notes it's all topical the ninja mcq test bank it's by the blueprint and we think that that's the most su su successful i don't we don't personally believe that um, teaching to the blueprint is real advantageous. Um, you want to teach topically and then have your MCQ mapped to the blueprint. And that's the approach that we've taken with Ninja anyway. I hope that's helpful. Zach writes in with his Surgeon CPA Review Ready Score and looking for a Surgeon Plus Ninja Plan of Attack. I'm looking for the best way to use both Surgeon CPA Review and Ninja to pass the auditing exam on short notice. I took the exam two weeks ago and I failed with a 68. I had a Surgeon CP review ready score of 60 
one. So pretty close. Surgeon recommends an 80 or higher. Makes sense. I am doing multiple choice questions, lectures, and audios from Ninja CPA during the work hours and currently working 50 hours per week in a CPA firm performing tax and auditing work. I have three children at home, so time can be challenging to come by. I am new to Ninja CPA, but I'm enjoying the platform so far. Uh, Zach, I was in your shoes once as well, taking the CPA exam, working full time, and I also had three kids at home. So I can relate. All right. So your surgeon ready score was a 61. You scored a 68. Pretty close. They said you weren't ready. You weren't ready. And, and here we are. And surgeon recommends an 80 or higher. We also so Ninja also remember or also recommends score in the our, a trending score in the in the mid 80s. Like that's just to be safe. Um, okay. So what I would do. If you're going to use both Surgent and Ninja, it says you're, you're using Ninja for multiple choice lectures and, and audio lectures. Okay, so you nail the concepts with your Ninja sparring lectures. Um, take notes if you can. If you can't, that's okay. You can rewrite the Ninja notes. Uh, but take, take notes as you can. And definitely um, Ninja Mike has all of the Excel sheets um, for each sparring section, so I'd print those out or at least have those handy. So nail the concepts with your ninja sparring lectures, take intense notes, non-stop multiple choice questions um, using Ninja MCQ. For the simulations, I'd probably do 80% Ninja MCQ, 20% Surgeon CPA review simulations. Surgeon has, they're known for a great, for having a great technology platform. Um, Investopedia ranked both Surgeon and Ninja top five courses, but they rated Surgeon CP Review as having the best AI platform. And so I would, um, while there's something definitely to be said about starting to memorize questions once you've been through a course once, I would still ut utilize some of the best features of Surgeon. Uh, mainly their their simulations. So I'd use Ninja MCQ, cert, your your Surgeon simulations, um, and like you said, you're using the Ninja Audio. I'd listen to the Ninja Audio Ninja Audio from day one. Read your Ninja notes from day one, and um, on the Ninja CPA Review website. And if you're listening to this and want the URL, you can email me, jeff at another71.com. I don't have it handy right here, but um, I map out how you can study um, only Monday through Thursday. So essentially you get Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. Now, when you're in busy season, that's not realistic, but you can apply those same principles to busy season. And you're basically studying six days a week, not four. But the principle is you get up, it's the L plan. You get up early, you study at lunch, you, and you study um, late at night. That sounds very simplistic and like, duh. But it maps out how you can actually do it. And it's like, yeah, 
I can actually do that and not totally hate my life and actually maybe even enjoy my life. Now, if you're not in busy season, if you're not doing tax season, you can do it and actually like have your weekend. It's crazy. Um, but you can take those same principles and apply it to tax season and actually like work 50, 60 hours a week during tax season. <laughs> Some people are working tax season like 50 hours a week. Where do I sign up? Um, but you can apply that methodology and survive tax season. So that's what I would do. Again, email me, Jeff, at another71.com if you want that study plan. Hope that's helpful. Olga writes in with a question about the Ninja CPA cram. Where are previous Ninja CPA cram sessions that I can access? I'm using Becker CPA Review plus Ninja, and I take regulation in one week. All right, if you go into your dashboard in the Ninja CPA Review Dojo, you'll see something that says um, videos and replays, and you click on that. And then you click on the Ninja Cram. And so, uh, so the, the Ninja FAR Cram is 13 hours. Auditing Cram is 10 hours. BEC Cram is 8 hours. And the Regulation Cram, which you're looking for, is 9 hours. So you can watch 4 hours on a Saturday, 5 hours on a Sunday, and really knock the Ninja Cram out in an entire weekend um, regardless of what CPA exam section you are taking. And you want to utilize the Ninja Cram in the, the A phase. So nail the concepts, intense notes, nonstop MCQ, just rewrite your notes, and then it all comes together. That's what you do in your final week before your exam, when you're reviewing your MCQ, when you're re, you've already rewritten the Ninja notes, so you, you are reviewing the Ninja notes, listening to the Ninja Audio some more, but then take two days. Take, maybe take off work on a Friday and hit it on a, so Friday and Saturday, or a Saturday and Sunday, but you can, like the ideal time to take an exam is Monday, like Monday at one. And so hit the Ninja Cram Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, and then go take your exam Monday afternoon. And that's the ideal time to use the Ninja Cram, and I, I think it will um, really pay dividends on exam day. Jack writes in with a question on Ninja only CPA study plan using the book versus sparring. I've been studying for a few weeks and struggling to figure out the best CPA study method to pass the CPA exam with Ninja only. Should I read the book first? or watch a ninja sparring session. Could you recommend a, ninja, a study plan for me so I can take my FAR CP exam in four weeks? So the ninja methodology is, the ninja framework is nail the concepts, intense notes, nonstop multiple choice questions, just rewrite your notes, and then it all comes together. So if you're going ninja only, and what that means is, um, you are only using Ninja CP Review to pass the CPA exam. Plenty of people do it. You don't need another course. Now, most people use Ninja as a supplement because the time, because by the time that they've ever heard of us, they've already invested in another course. And so they they either add Ninja or they switch to Ninja only. 
because Ninja has everything that you need to pass. Book, lectures, cram, audio, 7,000 multiple choice questions, 300 plus sims, like you don't need anything else. But if you've already invested in another course, might as well use both. Use the best elements of both. And so you wanna nail the concepts either with a Ninja book or Ninja sparring. Um, if, if you are a self-studier and want to um, like read, then you can use a Ninja book. I personally would not enjoy doing that. I would much rather watch the Ninja Sparring Lectures with Ninja Mike, where he walks through everything from a journal entry perspective, goes over uh, practice questions, multiple choice questions in the Ninja MCQ test bank. And plus the sessions were recorded live anyway, so there's some Q&A in there as well. I would nail the concepts with Ninja Sparring. And then take intense notes, then um, nonstop multiple choice questions with Ninja MCQ, just rewrite your ninja notes. Most people probably don't take enough notes to rewrite your notes. So I would rewrite the ninja notes and then it all comes together. Um, and I watched the ninja cram over a weekend, all the while listening to the ninja audio and reading ninja, the ninja notes as many times as possible before your exam. Now far in four weeks, that's a pretty tight window. So make sure you're studying for 25 to 30 hours per week. Uh, definitely doable, but like, I think like seven weeks is kind of the sweet spot for far. Four weeks, again, pretty tight, but you can do it if you're really focused and, and you're hitting that at least 25 hours a week, which you can do if you're following the L plan. Um, but definitely doable. If I were you, I would start with ninja sparring. Anthony writes in with a question on how to cram for my FAR CP exam with an expiring credit. I passed auditing and regulation and take my FAR CP exam in two weeks, and I'm trying to figure out where to focus. I'm two weeks from my exam, but I've not made any monumental progress since my last sitting for FAR. The issue is my reg exam expires. The current methodology is for, is for me to rep out as many MCQ as possible, in a one hour to one and a half hour time frame, and then subsequently take 30 minutes to review the questions I've missed. I've been reviewing the Sims on the weekends when I have more time. Okay, so how to cram for far in two weeks. If I, so um, I once passed auditing in 20 days, which is more like three weeks. Um, not because I'm super special, but because I'm a super procrastinator. And so it's basically taking that same framework and then like really compressing it by a third. So if I sat down today and had to pass far in two weeks after I said, oh crap, then I get down to business. Um, I would, I would skip all my lectures. I jump right into the MCQ and I would start hammering questions topically. And I would not go by the blueprint. I would, I would, um, well, I guess, I guess kind of, kind of by the blueprint. Um, I meant to say I would not do um, adaptive learning, like do like a global session where it just feeds you questions based on how you're doing. I would, I would do it. Um, by topic in the blueprint and 
while you're in a condensed time frame, you still need to take notes. Like you, you need to cram, but you need to cram right. And so I would, if you if you miss a question, then I would like make a little note about the little fact nugget that you missed. And I mean, two weeks is not ideal at all, but I would spend 10 days just doing nothing but MCQ, just hammering MCQ and also reading the Ninja Notes. Like, man, try to read the Ninja Notes at least three times a day. As much as you might hate my voice and listening to the Ninja Audio, I get it. Uh, I would listen to the Ninja Audio everywhere you go. Like, you can listen to your Spotify playlist like some other time after your FAR exam. But in the car, doing dishes, mowing the yard, shoveling snow, <laughs> whatever season it is, uh, listen to the Ninja Audio. And hammer MCQ. And then the weekend before your exam, I would do the Ninja Cram. And I think that would really give you a fighting chance on exam day, especially if you're up against it with an expiring credit, like, you know, beggars can't be choosers. You have to, it's not ideal. It's not fun. You're just going to have to roll with it and um, study every chance you get. There's no, there's no Netflix. There's no nothing. It's just Ninja MCQ, Ninja Notes, Ninja Audio, and Ninja Cram for two weeks you hate life, you hate me, you hate the word ninja, you hate FAR, you hate the AICPA, <laughs> you get it. Um, and then go in there, barf it all out on exam day, and then you can do fun things as you wait for your, for your score release. So that's what I would do. Um, it is doable, it's not ideal, it's not fun, but you can pass FAR in two weeks. Um, it's not quite a YOLO, but it's pretty close. But you can do it. Prajit, I'm sure I'm butchering that name. Wouldn't be the first time, apologize. With a question on a Roger CPA review plus Ninja study plan for BEC. I take BEC in three weeks and I need help comprehending the application of the CPA exam concepts. I recently took BEC and scored a 62. I did well in the economics portion, but struggled with internal control, COSA principles, Financial management, IT. Is there a way to better comprehend the material? I'm going through the notes, and sometimes it makes sense, and sometimes I have no idea what the question is asking. Currently, I have Roger CPA review and Ninja. I did all of the modules for Roger CPA. I review my notes for each section, but I'm just memorizing information, not comprehending it. I'm getting started with Ninja, and I wish the notes and lectures fit better together with the MCQ. Some topics. Some MCQ topics aren't heavily covered in the lectures and sometimes are very lightly touched on in the notes. So here's the thing with any CPU review course, um, like we do our best to, to cover what is going to be on the exam, but if we covered every single nuance of every single topic, it wouldn't be a review course. It'd be like a semester of college. Um, and so it's a review course. Now that said, um, the, the principles that I use is that I cover the must-know topics um, at a level that won't make you hate life. So the ninja book, like 
it's it's got everything and the kitchen sink <laughs> but we tried to like scale that kitchen sink and that kitchen down to where it fit into a tiny house <laughs> how's that for an for for uh an analogy um like it's either a review course or it's a cram and so uh there's a place for a cram and <laughs> it's okay if if you thought that what i just said was the stupidest thing you've ever heard that's okay um it's either a review course or a cram. There's a place for a cram, there's a place for a review course. And if you're going to cover everything, you then you cover everything to a detail that's, that's acceptable um, for passing the CPA exam. That said, we can't cover everything and um, your, your MCQ, your MCQ explanations uh, they will fill in the gaps. And so like for, for BEC, what your Roger course and your Ninja, um, lectures, audio notes, et cetera, don't cover the MCQ will fill in the gaps because you can teach things from a conceptual level, but then there's, how does the AICPA actually test that information on the CPA exam? So, you can learn everything about cost accounting for BEC, but how does the AICPA actually test that on the exam? And so th there's your concepts, then there's your application. And if I were to pick one, I would pick learning the concepts through the application and the MCQ. Definitely a place for watching, for watching lecture videos, notes, etc. But if I had to pick one, um, if I can only pick one thing to do, it would be working your MCQ and each question in theory provides four learning opportunities. Why one is correct and why the other three are, why the other three answer explanations or answer choices are not correct. And so the best you can do is <clears throat> watch your lectures, take good notes, work your MCQ, take notes of your MCQ, rewrite your notes, watch your cram, Take notes of your cram as you can, review, and then go in and take your exam. And so I would just trust that your MCQ, so I would, I would watch your Roger lectures, uh, rewrite your Ninja notes, do your Ninja MCQ, take notes of your Ninja MCQ, and watch the Ninja cram, and go in and take your exam, and I think you'll be just fine. All right, well, that does it for this edition of the Another 71 podcast. Hey, it's episode 106. I didn't say that in the intro. So yay, 106. If you have a question, I have an answer. Hopefully it's a good one. You can email me jeff at another71.com. That is jeff at another71.com. Good luck with score release, everyone. Be good. Take care. And I will talk to you soon.